This is the Humerian Health Podcast. Spilling our guts for the well-being of yours. We're back at the Humerian Health Podcast. I Every time we start these, I'm laughing because of what's happening before we hit record. So we're here today. Yes, with, I have my shirt on now. With, oh, good yeah. Lord. Thank goodness. All right. With Dr. Benzinger, who we hope will be mostly quiet during this podcast. <laughs> And, but but that's never the case. No, it's never not. And Dr. Julie Cole. I have to say something. And Dr. I'm you just did. the show. And done. Off. Okay, and off. scene. Right. Okay. No. That's, that's so, Stop it. Okay. <laughs> so we're here with Dr. Julie Toll, our resident vet expert. Or vet expert in residence. I don't know. Anyway. Well, she helps us. She's not really residing <laughs> here. Yeah. Well, no, I, I, she's I our expert. Help you. Help you. Help you on vacation when you need it. She helps us learn all things Pets, okay. but mostly yeah. cats and dogs. But we have had a few fun conversations about pigs and cows and yeah, horses absolutely, and absolutely. iguanas yeah. and or white like people that. should yes. own tigers, don't you think? Did you? Okay, s- okay I'm not even going to ask what you just said. Okay, I said people should not own tigers. I have been told that. Okay, off, off air, I'll, crazy. Off air, I'll tell you what I thought I heard you say. Yeah, and then let's we'll do that. Off okay, shoot. so but okay. today we're here. T- speaking of not anything related to tigers, <clears throat> we'll talk about teeth. We're talking about teeth because it's Pet Dental Health important. Month. Very but important. that would still be related to tigers. Then. Well, this is so. true because they do have teeth. And actually, that was part of our off-air conversation is yes. that they have teeth and probably should not be owned by the average That's human. Right. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Larger because teeth when than I the average worked bear. on a tiger when I was in wow. vet school, wow. really? it was, yes, the canine teeth are longer, and I have fairly long hands for a woman, but um, that one canine tooth is longer than my hand. And Yikes. that could put a big hole in anything. Yeah. So anyhow, Excellent. Yeah, it's just kind of crazy. Well, we're going to talk about smaller we'll canines. Smaller. And go not smaller. canine in terms of dog. Well, we are talking about dogs. Yeah. But canine in terms of teeth also. Right. Yeah. yeah so talk to us about pet health, dental health. Dental health. Yeah. Well, Pet Dental Health Month mm-hmm. is the month of February. Mm-hmm. So every year. Um, and lots of uh, veterinarians, et cetera, run specials mm-hmm. on teeth cleaning and all sorts of things there. So that's the number one thing to remember. Um, number two is the part of the statistics are that um, over 70% of cats and dogs have gingivitis um, infection of the gums and mouth by the time they're three years old. What? By oh. the time they are three years Why old. Why is that? That seems really high. Yep. Um, and it's a combination of heredity and diet um, okay. and also, um, you know, home care um, mm-hmm. or being able to, to give your pet the the right thing to help clean teeth. I was going to say, are we okay. talking about toothbrushing? Because sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> I, br- I brush I, my dog's teeth. I understand. I'll do the dog. I, I'm not doing the tiger. I, I will give not. you my my tips yes. For, yes. for that at the end. Ooh. You'll have to, you'll Listen wait. to oh, smart. <laughs> Listen to the end. Excellent. Well, in the meantime, what else do we need to know about proper dental health for our well, pet? Well, one, it is, uh, in my mind, of utmost importance Mm -hmm. because um, what we see when the gums get inflamed is that um, that allows bacteria and uh, even virus, et cetera, to get up into the body, into the bloodstream, Mm -hmm. you know, and it's a mucous membrane and it'll take take everything into the body. Um, And then inflammation gets set up which is bad in and of itself, um, and the immune system gets triggered, and on and on. Um, and not to mention, um, that can be a source of pain. 
Um, we have so many animals that do come in with teeth literally falling out. Oh. I can't imagine if if we were a tenth that bad, we would be running to the emergency sure. dentist. Yeah, sure. absolutely. Um, if you've ever had dental pain, it is it's it's, excruciating. It is. Yeah. It is. It's, it's just a whole different type of pain. Right. And um, I would never want that for my animal. But a lot of people just don't think about it. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's something you need to think about. Um, and And what I found over time is I think there's a big um, hereditary Mm-hmm. factor um, because we can have uh, two cats or dogs in the same household they're fed the exact same thing they're the exact same age yeah. um, and the owners do you know the same preventative health whether it's brushing teeth or using you know different products um, to have them clean you mm-hmm. know clean teeth and one will need a dental cleaning every year because we have huh. tartar and gingivitis mm-hmm. and the other will be pristine Hmm. How interesting! So yeah. that's clearly heredity. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. That's clearly heredity. Well, and, and you know, I so. when I was uh, growing up a thousand years ago, um, <laughs> no four, I, I, only I, four. Yeah, four thousand years, four hundred. Okay, <laughs> um, I don't ever remember ever having any of our. Um, we had collies, border collies, and I don't remember them ever. Now that doesn't mean that they didn't hurt, but usually it'd mean because we were very close to our our our, our dogs and uh, played with them every day. And if they didn't eat or they ate off one side, you know, all those type of things, you you would notice those yep. type of things. And it was amazing to me. Do you think the quality of food and those types of things is the same effect that we're seeing on the human side? I, do. I mean, we're talking 50, 60 years ago, right. which the quality of the food was there was literally almost dried meats half the time, and you fed them off right. the table. I mean, mm-hmm. whatever right. was left of that steak uh, that the family didn't eat went right in their bowl over top right. of sometimes some dry food with gravy, et cetera. I mean, I think they had mashed Your potatoes and eggs. Really and well. I'm telling sure. you, those boys, <laughs> uh, they, and they ate vegetables and the whole thing, but they had sure. great meal plans. Yep. Mm-hmm. So that was probably just yeah, the I, same type thing. I think thing. it's just the same yeah, okay. type of thing. And, and yeah, I mean, we see that even in dental health and in, in people from what I mm-hmm. have looked at. You Makes know? sense. Um, and some of it, I mean, we no longer uh, drink and eat the bone broth, you know, mm-hmm. um, and the, the bone-in roast that right, right. then you actually right. happen to eat all the potatoes. But, sure. you know, there's some ingredients and, and good things that leach into that. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. You know, yeah. and we just are not doing that unless we're consciously now putting those things back in our diet. Yeah, like mm-hmm. bone broths, so. um, shakes and stuff. It's all coming yep. back. It, it is. is. It is. I don't know which I, bone they're getting it from, I but know. I want to know which bone it comes from. <laughs> but but you're right. That yep. does make sense that the just the nutritional wherewithal that th- spread between the family as well as the animal yeah. really was shared back then because you didn't waste anything. You didn't throw anything out. If it was that and it's still good, the animal would eat with yep. the with the family, basically. Yep, absolutely. I used to have a raccoon that ate with me. <laughs> I'm being serious. That, that At I our believe. table. What? I did. I had a raccoon that <laughs> ate. I, I, we actually found a little baby. My brother found this baby, little, just in my hand, right? Yep. The mother was was apparently dead. <clears throat> and there were the rest of the babies were. This one survived. It was by itself. He brings it home. I raised it and as you know, like a like a cat. I don't know, dog cat. I don't <laughs> yes. know what it is, a raccoon. And it was the coolest. And you, you just had to give it water, and it washed its hands, and then it ate the vegetables and right stood up yes. on the. 
I mean, it was <laughs> but, like having but, another little kid. It uh-huh. was it's yeah. so cute and until they get big and, and mean. About the third you, year, you they want, start turning. Yes, exactly. They just and, turn. And yeah, they you want to try cool. to make them to do something <clears throat> that they don't want to do, and then this. it's a whole nother animal. <laughs> a hole a is right. A hole. A hole in my animal. hand. That's what it was. <laughs> yes. But what yes, a cute exactly. thing! And I I don't know. Do we do their teeth? They are darling. Okay. They I, are darling until they up until they turn on you at the zoos. They do. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so bottom so. line is quality of product of food, which we've had other segments before we've talked right. about the quality of food making a big difference associated with it. So right. that makes sense. But now we are where we are, and the need for this is now almost a, a dominant part of health care for the, for the dog right. and cats. Right, it really is. And that's always a big part of our exams almost every time, even if they – they just come in for whatever, a lameness sure. um, sure. or you know, vomiting or something like that. We're actually looking at the teeth and gums be. um, because mm-hmm. it's just such a big well, 70%. portion of health. Yeah, I mean, yeah. in third year, right. that's almost like... Everybody. Yeah, that's three quarters of every right. dog is exactly. going to need yeah. treatment. Exactly. So talk to us um, about gingivitis or gum disease. Yeah. If I'm a pet owner... Mm-hmm. What does that what does look, look like? So or... you can you can. There's a lot of resources out there, and you can go on, um, you know, online and look, pull up gingivitis for dogs and cats. I'm oh, sure. Yeah, and just look at pictures. Look at that. And so what you're looking at the normal gum is pink bubble gum color, basically, um, and it should be even and the same all the way around the mouth. Um, if you're getting redness that's right at the gum line, um, which is touching the teeth, and it's probably associated with the tartar that's on the teeth and now causing that gum to be inflamed, mm. then that's your gingivitis. Okay. So, And that's the first stage. Mm-hmm. And then the second stage, it's a little, you know, the gums start to recede. Um, mm-hmm. And then the third stage is really kind of getting the, the teeth are loosening and the ligaments. And that most of the time is permanent. Mm. Um, you can't get that back really? if you're into a third level, you know, gingivitis where those um, ligaments that hold the teeth in the sockets start decaying and weakening. It's not going to turn around and change. Yeah. Um, so they're going to lose those teeth. And that's going to be expensive and painful. Mm-hmm. Um, and same for cats or dogs. Came f- same for cats and dogs. Hmm. Um, and because so many people don't bring their cats in because cats don't necessarily like they don't like to go like into to come in yes um and uh i think you might have a segment that some of you know you got later date uh, later date yeah talking about how we can get those cats in easier yeah um but knock them um, up <laughs> but um you know because they don't come in as often i think a lot of times we will see more progressive you know dental disease yeah. with them yeah um and cats typically you don't really Lots of people don't think about brushing their cat's teeth. I can't um, imagine brushing a cat's teeth. I mean, I don't have a cat, so, so maybe it's not the, as hard. Hold yeah. the cat I, that doesn't want it, their teeth brushed. Yeah. I know. <laughs> but I think part of, you know, socializing your pet and getting, um, you know, your your pet uh, used to things that you're going to do to it is looking in the mouth regularly. Mm-hmm. And that's one of the benefits of toothpaste and dental products that you're actually using in their mouth is it gets you into their mouth on a regular basis. Mm-hmm. That's a good point. So that then you see, oh, wow, this wasn't there last time. This really looks red. I think I should 
bring them in mm-hmm. and have it checked out um, rather than waiting for the decay smell to hit oh. you know, six or nine months later yeah. when you know we've got a serious abscess and and sorry if this is uh, over your lunch hour that you're <laughs> listening to this <laughs> you know that you've got mm-hmm. a serious medical condition already because you just didn't happen to look but not only in the teeth we know that hearts and other types of conditions are then greatly predisposed by bad right. teeth. Okay, right. so it's a it's a whole systemic problem right. associated with it. So and, oh, go ahead. Yeah, it's um, so I typically say it's typically kidneys, heart, mm. and liver um, that are really affected. Um, Interesting. And you know, endocardiosis. Sure, you know, makes sense. Um, mm-hmm. Where bacteria builds up on the leaflets of the the heart valves and can cause heart murmurs and heart disease and then heart enlargement, congestive heart failure and death. Absolutely. You know, Mm -hmm. um, and two, uh, some of the, those types of things, uh, plaques and things like that can break off, um, and Mm. go other places in the body or cause, cause thrombi and problems. Mm -hmm. Not as much as in people because they don't get, um, both dogs and cats do not get the plaques and, you know, um, atherosclerosis, hardening of the arteries like people. Um, but still, they can mm-hmm. they can have problems. Yeah. <laughs> very, like very that. interesting. And then liver, you know, clears everything. Um, and if you have bacteria floating around in your blood, you're going to get problems in your liver. Mm-hmm. And your liver needs to cleanse your whole body. Sure. So if you're degrading its performance, you're degrading your whole body performance. Yeah. And then especially for cats... On kidneys um, because they're they're prone to kidney disease. Um, that's usually because of diet. Mm, okay. <laughs> but um, sure. you know it hits kidneys and you'll get an infection in the kidneys. That can be urinary tract infections, uh, recurrent you know urinary tract refect- infections in dogs and cats. I look at their dental health. Hmm. Um, and say, you know, this, this isn't just makes sense. coming does make from sense. the environment. It's probably not coming from their food. It's probably coming from their mouth. Yeah, interesting. So, yeah. And because of the education of the veterinary market, the vets take care of it. Yeah. There's not really vet dentists. Right. Well, there, there are. There might be a specialty. There are specialty I mean, when they, went dent- when they get their right. braces, right. Uh, for their little kitty, <laughs> kitty braces. Kitty braces. And, uh, <laughs> Nice. Maybe not. Maybe so, not. But there are actually yeah. vet dentists. Board specialized huh. dentists, right. And that makes one sense, of the, advanced cases. One yeah. of the recommendations that I get for give for pet products that we're really targeting to remove um, tartar is that it should be VOHC. That's not the high-performance uh, engine, <laughs> <laughs> but it is the Veterinary Oral huh. Health Council Interesting. approved. It's kind of the good housekeeping for you older folks. Nah, I knew <laughs> seal, what that was. Seal and I don't of think approval. That you're not older folks. I'm not I'm older, older folks, folks, and I knew what that meant. This product has been tested to remove tartar from the teeth. Hmm. So okay. there's a lot. There's a huge amount of products out there. Um, anything from grapeseed extract to uh, grapefruit, whatever products, etc. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, that will help you uh, sort through some of that. Okay. Um, and the other thing I look at when I'm choosing oral health products is, you know, is there any toxicity to it, one, um, and how well it's accepted? Because truly, you have to, um, you know, keep up with this. Mm-hmm. And it's a regular hygiene 
thing that you're doing. It's yeah. not, oh, we're going to do this for two weeks sure. and my problem is going to be solved. Mm-hmm. So, well, and, and that's so important. Yeah. I, I, wanna, I want you to go into how you have to clean teeth. She said when she was going to give us tips at the end. Well, no, no, yeah. this is yeah. well, this so is how to about, clean because I want people to know how serious it is that they maintain right. their animal's teeth because this is a big step. It's not just like right. you go into the dentist and, eat and you know, the uh, right. hygienist because cleans it. This is serious. At our practice, you know, we first do a pre-screen blood work to make sure they're okay for anesthesia. Because as far as I'm concerned, they really do need anesthesia to be put completely under anesthesia um, to, to look at and evaluate and treat each separate tooth. And they're basically doing a lot of what your dentist does. Um, and we can also do x-rays. The machine is practically the same. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, to look at different, different things under the gum line. But um, anesthesia-free dentals often do not address under the gum line which sure. is mostly you can get there where the bacteria is sure. mm-hmm. and needs to be scaled um, under that gum line not a lot but just yeah. under it and then probed and you know pockets measured and all of those things and then polished so that tartar doesn't just come right back and stick to it and build up quickly again. Right. Mm-hmm. That surface sure that sense. we've already scraped, you know, yeah. with metal instruments or yeah. ultrasonic instruments needs to be polished smooth. Um, and that um, most all dogs or cats, you just can't do unless you're yeah. anesthesia. Yeah, Especially when you, I mean, look at it at home, open your pet's mouth. Yeah. And yeah, think about those little tiny molars way, way, way at the back of the mouth. Um, I, as, as when they're under, it's hard to get to many mm-hmm. of them. Um, and it's almost impossible for you to get to them, you know, when they're awake. Makes so, sense. Yeah. So yeah. that's why. Yeah. See, it's different what yeah. you were thinking. No, I'm, I've been sitting here thinking, but I really want to ask a question about yes. bad breath. <laughs> <laughs> so earlier hands, you were talking, yeah, okay, talking about yeah, gingivitis so. and, you know, how you can tell and things. And I know lots of people and my dogs included, their breath smells really bad, but it smells bad even after a dental, for example, like mm-hmm. they've, you know, they've had their teeth scaled, they're polished, they're clean, and yet so, their breath still smells bad. So I'm <laughs> So some of that may be digestion. Okay. And that's where probiotics, <laughs> you Very know, can, wise can, veterinarian, can come in. Um, because if their digestion is off, you're just, you know, you're going to get the burping, you're going to get the smell of... You know, this digestion just is not very good. Mm. And See there? It's a sour smell. <clears throat> you yeah. might want to get a probiotic for your dog to get that might, breath in yeah. shape, girl. And, <laughs> and try that. Yeah. <laughs> but that's a lot of times, and mm-hmm. digestive enzymes, and just looking at how, sure. you know, what the food is and how it's being digested and things like that. Makes sense. Um, yeah. Rather than trying to give it, you know, treats or you know peppermint or you know this different busted here chewing this licorice dog yeah (laughs) so and especially one of uh, one of the things people should know xylitol which is used in human dentistry because it and recommended by dentists etc because it it does not have any impact in people it's a artificial sweetener Uh that does not have any impact on dental um, decay mm. in people. So it's much better than sugar for dental health in so, people. So it is 
absolutely deadly for dogs. So even small amounts, um, small as one piece of an icebreaker gum could kill a dog potentially. Wow. Wow. So, you know, and there's more and more products using these artificial sweeteners, and that is specifically for xylitol because it dysregulates the... um, the sugar regulation system mm-hmm. uh, in the animal. How so, interesting. And there's no, Very insightful. No real antidote. That's the so scary just, part. That's, so you're saying you might, have seen a, you might have seen a dog come into your practice that someone gave them like peppermint gum thinking that Luckily, it would help? Luckily, no. Okay, good. Luckily, Whew. no. But on a national level, yeah. in the emergency rooms, et cetera, that's some wow. of the highest fatalities. Wow. Yep, wow. Where they cannot treat it. Yeah. So, and that still occurs. Um, So just know that and read, read, read those labels. So, and that's true for any product or human food, you know, that you're Mm -hmm. giving your dog. And and my advice is ask your veterinarian, you know, and and really pay attention to that because it's not, if it's good for me, it's good for my dog. That is not not really true. Yeah. Yeah. So So you'll have to eat your own chocolate. You can't give it to your dog. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Mm -hmm. My own sugar-free chocolate. So is it time for tips? Because I I know I'm ready for I'm ready for teeth brushing tips. tips. You said you had teeth brushing tips? I mean, unless there's more we need to know about pet. Well, I think, so let's go through the process just a little bit. We do pre-anesthetic blood work. We anesthetize the dog or cat. We intubate them, put a tube down their trachea to protect that airway because we're going to be using, you know, uh, wet, you know, Mm -hmm. water and and flushing and scaling and doing all those things. Um, And then we clean up the teeth um, by scaling and and, uh, taking the tartar off. And then we're doing probing to see if we've got any pockets and charting that. Um, For kicks, people can actually go out to the web and look at the dental formula or the actual like a skull and then try to match it to your dog or cat and realize how many molars are behind where you think the last tooth is (laughs) and know that those have to be cleaned too so interesting that's kind of the challenge okay um and then so we're getting all the tartar off and then we're polishing um and then we're sometimes doing individual treatments, either sealing teeth or doing an extraction. If we're doing extractions, we have to do a dental block with the same, you know, marcaine, lidocaine oh that gosh. your dentist is using. And we have to hit those nerve, uh, you know, they're, they're wow. small, little, little, little nerves D- yeah. there. And we have to block those. Um, and then if we're dealing with extractions, then that has to be extracted x-rayed to make sure everything was out of there um and then they have to be sutured so they have sutures Mm. there um and then they have to go home on antibiotics um and pain relievers because we had an extraction and it's going to be painful after that block wears off um, for three to five days and then a lot of times i will see them back if we took out a large tooth i'll see them back in a couple weeks to double check that and try to figure out what we're doing uh, as a plan for dental health down the road so we don't have to do this again. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of a big wow. deal. Not it's kidding. expensive. Yeah. Dentals can, oh, yeah. you know, uh, dentals can be expensive. We sure. have many that are around $1,000 and, mm-hmm. and a little more than that if okay. we're severe dental disease. So, yeah. and, you know, prices vary, but 
I, so. I don't want to spend that money if I don't have to. Absolutely not. I would rather Prevention. do other things for Absolutely. you know the animals that will help their health rather than fixing a problem. Yep. And you're not so. just fixing the teeth. You are also knowing that there could be underlying disease because it wasn't taken care of in the right. first place. Exactly. So you really set up exactly. your pet for some major mm-hmm. problems. So right. I'm sure some of the listeners are going, oh, my gosh. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. I just gave xylitol gum to my... No, I'm just no. kidding. Uh, <clears throat> but more that they don't brush their teeth. I've never brushed my dogs. Right. I did. I, never even thought I just that. never thought it did anything because my dog's breath still smelled and his uh, teeth weren't necessarily wider. cleaner. Like, you know, I mean, seriously. <laughs> and then it know? was chicken-flavored toothpaste, too. And I'm like, I mean... <laughs> okay. how, yeah. yeah. So I'm curious yeah. if you also have tips on... Or Amy, do you you're tell... not supposed to use the chicken flavored toothpaste. It's really, it's really yummy, <laughs> though. If you were doing that, <laughs> really maybe yummy. that's why there was a difference in smell and you couldn't tell. Maybe I smell yeah. like chicken. No, so now I'm curious if you do when you help your patients, like maybe do better ongoing health. Do you teach them then how to brush their dogs' we teeth? We do, or and we try to guide them to the products that they're really going to use regularly. Mm-hmm. And in combination from, you know, some animals, they cannot get inside their mouths. They, they just can't. So then we're doing things like bully sticks, or mm-hmm. um, which is one of our favorite chews for dogs, being careful that they don't have food allergies or that they're not going to break off big pieces yeah. and, and everything we're always very conscious that's made manufactured in the united states um Why is that? not just distributed mm-hmm. right um because I, some yeah. of these raw hides and things like that yeah um there's been problems from other countries mostly china yeah. um with contamination and mm-hmm. uh that we still haven't tracked down I mean, that's been an ongoing process. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Uh, we still don't have a reason so why. So identify manufactured mm-hmm. here. And it should be manufactured here. Um, and then, you know, re- using bully sticks or some other dental chews that are out there. And then seeing if that's working for that animal. You know, check them in three months sure. and see if that is maintaining their dental health. Or no, maybe we have them come in every six months and reevaluate or we're cleaning them every year and we just know we're cleaning them every year mm-hmm. um, because there's nothing else that, that we can do. Mm-hmm. Um, or putting them on, you know, um, there's some products that can just be sprinkled on the food. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Perio Support um, can go on the food. Um, and there's other types of products that we have out there. There's foam, there's gels, there's water additives, there's, okay. you know, and, and strategizing with them how we keep this particular pet's mouth good. healthy mm-hmm. so are you ready for the tips i am i'm ready bring <laughs> it. <Now> the tips <laughs> bring the tips so what uh, <laughs> keeping in mind that this is something that we're going to want to do lifelong mm-hmm. um, and even if that pet has great heredity and beautiful teeth that's when i want to start so i'm typically really starting when they come back in after their after their puppy shots or mm-hmm. kitten shots are done um we're usually talking a little bit about dental health then but that next year that's when i'm really really emphasizing dental health um because most everything at 18 months it looks perfect mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. and then kind of goes downhill from there yeah so um at that time, we're looking at the teeth and showing the the pet parents mm-hmm. uh, and the owners um, how that mouth should look. It should look just like this. Mm-hmm. Um, and then seeing if we can find a toothpaste um, that they like. And I say put a little pea-sized amount on your finger and let them lick it off for a couple weeks. 
And it's a treat. And try to get this in the same time of day, you know, so that they know. And they, lots of my kitty patients, they actually seek out their owner. It's like, hey, it's, it's eight o'clock. It's time for my treat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's what you want. That's great. Where it's Very pleasure good. for both you and your animal. Sure. So, and you're doing that by identifying, yeah, I like this, mm-hmm. um, is number one. And then uh, after a couple weeks, then you're going to start to just rub that on the incisors, those front teeth. And it's not too invasive. It's just like, okay, now I'm going to just rub this on your teeth. Um, and it's like, oh, well, okay, that was that same thing I liked, and now you're just putting it there. Okay, I'm good with that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and then gradually we're working it back toward the back of the mouth, you know, on mm. the gum line specifically, and just wiping that on there. And most of the ones with the Veterinary Oil Health Council mm-hmm. uh, toothpaste will microfoam. And you don't even see it visually, mm. but that has um, enzymes in it that help to kill bacteria and oh. reduce the tartar. Wonderful. Okay. So, right, even if that's all you can get done, yeah. is that you just smear a little bit of the gum line. Uh, top, is the, the upper teeth are more important um, to treat than the lower ones because the uppers on both dogs and cats, the upper teeth clean the lower teeth as they come over them Mm. they're inside okay so usually the lower teeth are much better shape Mm -hmm. um but great if you can do lower teeth wonderful and you should look at them you should look at those gums Mm -hmm. but so now we're to the point where we're smearing this little toothpaste you know around the mouth Mm -hmm. wonderful and we're enjoying that and it depends on schedule but i'm saying three times a week minimum. If you could do it every day, I tell people actually, target doing it every day, intend that every day, and when you do it Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, <laughs> we're in good shape. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, um, and then from there, you can try like a piece of gauze or a, a paper towel that's been moistened, a little piece of that, um, and putting the toothpaste on that. It's a little more abrasive. Mm-hmm. Um, a thin washcloth also works, and where then you can rub it just a little bit at the gum line and rub the tooth a little bit. Um, that's kind of the next step, and that's um, that's the next one. Mm-hmm. Then after that, if they're good with that for a month or more, then you can see, and that also conditions the gums mm-hmm. to not be so sensitive. Um, and then you can step up to some type of brush. So if they're still on board with that. Yeah. Um, and there's some great YouTube videos um, <laughs> about brushing pets teeth. AVMA has mm-hmm. some of those. Um, and the specialty dental uh, dental health. I think it's uh, Pets Have Teeth Too is <laughs> <laughs> the website. Nice. Um, but you're going to want to do it like you do yours um, yeah. and brush up and down and hitting the gum line all the way around. Yeah. Um, but anything is better than nothing. Yeah. So, but if you can get, you know, there's a short toothbrush uh, that's pet focused. There's different shapes, etc. Um, there's also a finger brush that goes over your finger that's kind of plastic. Um, I tell my that's what you had. I was I, oh, say. I had it all. I, we had the paste. We had cat, the finger thing. We had the brush. I tell my cat it, yeah. clients that's bigger than their head almost. Don't use it in kitties. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, yeah, typically yeah, sure. cats just don't take to that. And super small dogs, that's just too big to get in their 
mouth. Yeah. Sure. But a child's small soft toothbrush or the pet toothbrushes mm-hmm. that are small are great for those. Yeah. So yeah, and they're angled, etc. Yeah. With any of those, you know, there's all sorts of designs. Keep in mind that this should be a positive experience. <laughs> and, and Hold them. If you're having to really struggle holding your dog or cat, then that's probably not the thing we want to do because it's not sustainable. And you don't want to be your cat or dog's worst enemy. Right. Right. Absolutely. So it's getting them to like it and, and figuring out how to go slow and be patient. And be well, able to do that. and know that you're having a positive effect, even if the f- only thing that Absolutely. you can do for six months is mm-hmm. just smear a little bit right. like mm-hmm. around their gum line or whatever. Right. Well, like, I that's didn't understand good. the digestive enzymes and other things. I, I mean, just understanding what it, it, that it is actually doing something that that's got to help a lot. Yeah. Right. So, right. yeah, okay. And even if you can't do that, looking in your pet's mouth on a regular basis. Mm -hmm. It might be while they're sleeping and sneaking over there and just looking at the teeth and gums Mm -hmm. that are exposed. That's okay too, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, don't sneak up on your dog while they're sleeping and try to like open their mouth. Bad things. No, no. 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 Not doing that. Yeah, but it's like a canine (laughs) sticking out or something. I feel a snake to the left. Mm -hmm. Yeah. If, if yeah. there's gum, yeah. Yeah, if something's if, exposed. If there's teeth can... exposed, yeah, take a peek. So. Yeah, yeah, but don't go groping no in there if no they're sleeping. Yeah, yeah. No, no, Sleep startle, bad thing. Teeth, yeah. Bad thing. That's a whole new idea. So, mm-hmm. Don't grope awesome. your teeth. <laughs> so that's my tips. Yeah, I like it. And then with your veterinarian yes. to uh, say, hey, this is this is what I'm seeing, or, you know, mm-hmm. this is this is the plan, or this isn't working. Look at this. Yeah. Um, you know, what else can we do? Because they're to speed on those things it's, yeah it's been a topic for a long time we got some experience there yeah so, very good yeah. excellent very good. dental health for cats and dogs and chicken toothpaste and I, and, and don't and keep your raccoon past three years there, old. yes there are multiple flavors. chicken was our, our dog's preferred yes, yes. flavor and no, choice and, and think about what their preferred is i mean vanilla sounds great and we probably like that sure. being breathed in our face right but i can tell you most cats and dogs prefer uh chicken chicken yeah <laughs> fair enough Fair enough. Excellent. Good. Well, okay. Another day at the pod. We appreciate it, it's Dr. Good. Tall. This no is uh, fabulous information. We'll look for you next time. Sounds good. Amy Baker, Dr. Sean Benzinger. Humarian Health Podcast. Spilling our guts for the well being of yours. That's right. Thanks for having the guts to listen to the Humarian Health Podcast. If you have things you'd like to gut check, send us an email at gutcheck at humarian.com. 